0: This episode of Tub Talk is brought to you by Avast Business. With over 435 million active users of Avast products. If you haven't already taken a look at what Avast Business is offering, now might be the time. Visit tublogcouk forward slash Avast for all the links to the details. Right now though, let's jump into our featured interview. Richard Tubb here with another episode of Tub Talk, the podcast for IT consultants and I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm joined by somebody who's become a really good friend and somebody I've learned an awful lot from in a short period of time. Fiona Chalice is an award winning speaker, author, Channel enablement and sales expert. She's also the founder of the Next Gen Sales Academy. But much more than that, she's become a good friend and my go to channel sales expert. Fiona, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Rick. I'm really good. Thank you. And thank you for having me.
0: Uh, and when I was saying that you're an award winning speaker, <laughs> this isn't some title that you've won in the past. You're like every time I speak to you, you're winning a new award. What's the latest one you've won?
1: No, the latest one is Best Female Speaker.
0: Best female Well, congratulations on that.
1: Yeah, thank you, yeah. I've been dying to get that for years and I finally got it this year. (laughs) That's
0: really Well, (laughs) well deserved. And we're actually, uh, I'm chatting to you. Whereabouts in the world are you today as we're talking?
1: I'm actually at the CRM conference in London. They have a fantastic MSP conference. Uh, Lots of speakers on throughout the day. Um, I'm on at three o'clock and we're talking about um, what makes a winning MSP sales team. So what are they doing differently? So yeah, lots of really good speakers and content here today.
0: You are a woman in demand, and rightfully so. <laughs> but for anybody who doesn't know Fiona Chalice, what's your background? How did you come to, to being the sales guru that everybody knows you as now?
1: Oh, a bit of a guru. Not sure I'm a guru. <laughs> but I do love sales. <laughs> So, I mean, I actually started my uh, my career in selling, gosh, many years ago when I was 18. Um, believe it or not, I used to hire stands out at things like the Ideal Home Exhibition and I used to sell nail care kits and bronzing powder. <laughs> so we literally used to pull people over off the stands and sell to them. Um, and when I was really good at doing that, I also wanted to travel at the same time. So I actually ended up traveling around Europe for three years, booking lots of stands out and uh, basically, traveling the world whilst making a fortune selling and staying in nice hotels instead of youth hostels. So that's kind of what got me excited about uh, seals, because I knew that you could earn a lot of money and have a lot of fun whilst you did it. Um, And then kind of after three years of traveling, I decided to get a proper job. And that's when I went into Yellow Pages. So Yellow Pages back in the days when it was a huge, big book that everybody turned to. You know, that was the Internet for people back then. And I absolutely loved Yellow Pages. The training there was fantastic. The people were fantastic. And actually, as a new business rep, I was one of their best new business uh, telephone sales reps in Yellow Pages. And they used to ask me to train new people as they come in to Yellow Pages. So that's actually what got me into training because I used to help new starters to to get up to speed with Yellow Pages. And then I got headhunted by McAfee or McAfee, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Um, so yeah, McAfee headhunted me and I ended up starting off as a sales manager, trying to get an underperforming sales team to turn them around. And I ended up being the European sales director, the youngest director and female director. Um, and I really enjoyed my time at McAfee. I had seven years there. We had an absolute ball. You know, that was the old days of IT Channel. We had so much fun there. Um, and then I left when I had a baby. And decided I can't do corporate as well as have a baby and do school runs and everything else. So that's when I set up the Next Gen Sales Academy and I set up a training company. And gosh, it's scary. That's now fifteen years, but fifteen years ago. <laughs> wow,
0: that's that's yeah. quite a journey. And I I didn't know that about you. The uh, the traveling Europe and doing
1: all that. Yeah, cool. that's how I travel. And you know me, Richard. I'm not one for youth hostels. <laughs> 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 I like nice things in life. <laughs>
0: Well, so I know that most of the top MSPs that I've come across have mentioned your name. You work with some of Europe's top MSPs to help them with their sales function. And I'll dig into the Next Gen Sales Academy very, very shortly and how that yeah. helps MSPs. But for anybody who's listening carefully, the observant uh, amongst our listeners here, you're based in Pangborn in Berkshire now, but that is not a Berkshire app. <laughs> accents that you've got there. So where are you from originally and what brought you to the UK?
1: Oh, so obviously I'm Irish <laughs> and come from uh, Inniskillen, so a little, a little place called Inniskillen in Northern Ireland. Um, and I came over to England actually after I'd done the travelling. So I went from Ireland to three years travelling. And then I met some really good friends when I was travelling who are still my best friends today and they live in London. So that's how I ended up in London. <laughs> And oh, now, well, actually, I've moved out. I've grown up, and I've moved to the country, and now I live in Pangbourne.
0: <laughs> well, we are very glad you're joining us here in England. But so, I mentioned the Next Gen Sales Academy. Um, what is the Next Gen Sales Academy? How are you helping MSPs now?
1: So it's, it, it's really, it's a, for MSPs, but it's also for resellers and VARs. So um, I actually set the Academy up because, you know, you and I have discussed it before, Richard, you know, the channel is going through such a transformation at the moment. There's just so much change with, you know, technology evolving the way it is. Um, you know, buyers are changing how they have their buying and what they expect to have from channel sales teams. And there's a huge amount of people in the channel now who are really frustrated. They're finding it really, really tough, you know, because things have changed they they used to be really good at selling products and selling tin you know and some people were completely top of their game when they did that and now they're barely hitting target so I actually set the academy up because I needed to find a way to be able to quickly help as many people in the channel as I could um, and that's where the academy comes in, because it's a mix of online training and um, live web classes, plus a little bit of face to face. So there's only one of me. <laughs> I can't get around every MSP. So the online academy was the best way for me to do it. So that's kind of how it came about. So we use it to retrain all existing people in the channel to give them a chance to, you know, get ready for modern day selling and get ready for 2020. Um, And we also use it for new starters. So onboarding new starters into MSP businesses and teaching kind of reseller bars who want to transition to the MSP model. um, How does that work and how do they sell? How do they sell services? Because it's very different.
0: It is very different, isn't it? As somebody who's gone through it myself, I absolutely understand that. So, and um, we'll talk some more about the next gen uh, sales academy as we uh, go on with this. But you're a salesperson by trade. That should be absolutely clear to anybody listening. <laughs> Why? You've already mentioned you love sales. Why do you love sales, Why What is it about doing sales that you love so much?
1: Richard, you know me better than that. I love a challenge. (laughs) For anybody who loves a challenge and for somebody who likes to win all the time, sales is the perfect rule. But I think also as well with sales today, Sales has actually become more of a nurturing, relationship-building exercise rather than, you know, the hard-faced salesperson who's out there trying to, you know, just win the deal rather than win the customer. Um, and I really like that part of it now. Actually, I really like the whole evolution of how sales and IT is today because it is more about winning the customer and keeping customers for life rather than just winning the deal. So.
0: That's in stark contrast, I would say, to the majority of MSPs I speak to. Perhaps the majority is unfair to say, but the majority of MSPs who come from a background like mine. I'm a techie geek. (laughs) I I was really good at fixing uh, technical issues for customers, and then before I knew it, I had an MSP business, and it grew from there. But sales always terrified me. Sales was something, dare I say, I even hated. Now, I learned to love it. Um, over time, through the advice of people like myself and others, but how do you explain to MSPs who say, I hate sales, how do you explain that they've got to get good at it and how you can help them?
1: Well, I mean, it's true. The most people who come from a traditional MSP background, a lot of them are like yourself, Richard. They're, they were techie and then they've set up a business and now they're struggling to make the sales. And um, So it, for me, it's not really a hard-faced sales game in the channel anymore, especially in the MSP business. It's actually more about being a business consultant and having that kind of technical knowledge and know-how is actually a really good plus for MSPs today. And it's something that maybe you know, we set our guard to remove into space they don't have that luxury and they have to relearn to be a little bit more techy and talk more about business outcomes and how to lead with business insights so for them it's actually a little bit more challenging for existing MSPs sales has become more of a business conversation so that's how I get a lot of them to turn around and say it's not the way it used to be you know you don't have to close really hard you don't have to overcome lots of objections you just need to decide who is the right customer for my business that's the most important thing, decide who who you want to niche on and who's your ideal customer that you want to be working with. Set yourself up as an expert in that field and then have a business conversation around how technology can actually help them to achieve their business goals. And techie people in MSPs actually like doing that. They just need to learn a little bit more commercial skills, which is what we teach them.
0: Absolutely, because the way I view it is uh, MSPs really enjoy helping people, don't they? And sales nowadays is not so much, you know, that old sort of car salesman type role where you're trying to sort of almost con people into buying from you to persuade them. Now, sales is all about helping people, isn't it?
1: It is, it is. And, you know, honestly, like even when I came into the MSC industry, it's a completely different um, type of person. The, the people who are really successful in the MSC industry today are those who serve, they don't sell. Um, and this is the challenge where we have resellers, you know, traditional reseller bars ours who come from, you know, kind of hard hitting sales floors where it was all about, you know, making 300 calls and setting free hours on the phone every day. They struggle to make that transition more because they think. It's like you're letting customers away. You're gonna lose the deal if you try to look after them too much. But actually it is serve culture that we're in today. And the more you serve, the more you'll actually sell.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. MSPs, what would you say there or what would you say is the number one challenge you hear from MSPs in terms of sales?
1: The biggest challenge is always about winning and retaining new business. So um, a lot of them grew their business, a bit like we were talking earlier. You know, they were a technical background. They had a few customers that they managed. um, And a lot of those customers were really happy with the service that they offer. So, of course, they recommend them to other customers. So a lot of the time, their business actually came from referrals. And that was good enough when the market wasn't as saturated as it is today. The challenge we have today is all of the resellers board are moving into the MSC space so now all of a sudden this space is becoming really competitive and it's no longer good enough just to rely on getting business from referrals so getting yourself out there having a sales and marketing strategy to win and retain new business is always the biggest challenge that I hear.
0: Mm. And you work with a lot of MSPs. What would you say, speaking honestly, is the number one thing, the number one mistake that you see MSPs make? What gets Fiona Chalice's goat what and she wants to give MSPs a slap around the back of the head and say, come on, sort it out? (laughs)
1: <laughs> the biggest thing is, is, I can't do it. They all say, I'm not comfortable to go out and pitch for new business. I don't want to be a salesperson. And that's the hardest thing to get them to overcome. But actually today, they're not a salesperson. They are a business partner. And, and it's just getting them to understand that this is what customers want from you today. They don't want the sales pitch. They don't want seeds and feeds and seeds. They don't want features and benefits. So you don't have to do this hard close and seals. All you have to do is learn how to be a really good trust business partner that helps them solve tomorrow's challenges today and a lot of the time that actually gets them more excited then about actually selling but you need to explain what the role of sales is to an MSP today and um, because they just have this picture in their head that they don't like of what sales are like.
0: Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. And it's a similar uh, path that I went down once I realised that was helping people. And it was just basically accentuating my natural um, desire to help people. You know, that, that sort of changed the sales conversation for me and it became a lot more fun
1: and I mean for, for me you know you're you're fantastic at that Rich you know, we've talked about this before I mean the amount of content you put out there the amount of support and help you give out to people in this industry you know because you're doing that people see you as the go-to expert now in the MSP industry you're not necessarily forcing people to follow you you're not doing a big hard sell it's because you're helping them because you're a kind of knowledgepreneur of the industry you know and that's why people follow you and it's the same in the MSP industry today but the key is to pick a niche so pick a niche or pick a vertical a, a that you specialise in and make yourself stand out in that one because then people will come to you as opposed to you having to go to them and again that makes selling a lot lot easier when they're coming to you
0: yeah Let's change tack for a minute. I know that you and I have had conversations before about personal developments, about building confidence, and specifically around NLP, yeah. neuro linguistic programming. For, for anybody who's not familiar with NLP, because I know this is something that you incorporate in, you know, uh, how you help MSPs to build their confidence. What is NLP, and what was the attraction for you to NLP?
1: so I got into NLP actually when I left the corporate world Um, this will make you laugh so when I left the corporate world um, I actually decided I was going to be a life coach um, and completely have a change in career (laughs) so I trained to be a life coach and as part of that um, I studied NLP Um, I did set up the life coaching business but I realised I actually wasn't very good at it because when you're a life coach you are not allowed to tell people what to do (laughs) You have to kind of just ask them the right questions and have them come up with solutions themselves. But you know what I'm like, if if somebody comes to me and they're scared about doing stuff, I'll just help them as much as I can and and I'll, I'll, I'll be there with them to do it. But Some people actually didn't want you to help them. Some people just wanted you to listen to them and they actually didn't want to make that change. So I stopped the NLP part, but sorry, the life coaching part, but the NLP, I continued and I still integrated into every part of my training today. The easiest way to describe NLP is it's a way of you changing your state. So if I'm, for example, I used to be absolutely petrified of presenting. So when I was in the corporate world, You would never have seen me present. I was absolutely petrified of You know, I would literally sweat. My hands would be all sweaty. I'd be shaking. And now all of a sudden, the thing that that I feared the most, which was public speaking, and now I do public speaking for a living. And that is because of NLP. So that's why I'm so passionate about it and why I use it. Because I know that when I use NLP techniques, I can quickly put myself into a state where I'm confident, I'm on stage, and I'm really enjoying it. So I use, it's, it's almost like you flip a switch. NLP gives you the ability to flip a switch and to make people who are not confident into a confident state, and, and that's where I use it in sales. Because you know you do have salespeople today, and they are a bit maybe the confidence has taken a bit of a knock, especially the reseller of ours today, they, they have taken a bit of a knock on their confidence, so I use NLP techniques to switch them back around again.
0: Well, you and I need to have a, another conversation about NLP because I'm a professional speaker as well, but I still get sweaty palms and I still get sleepless <laughs> yeah, <this yeah>. nights, <laughs> yeah, so um, perhaps we won't, we won't do it now in the public eye, but I need to speak to you about NLP a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the sort the MSP journey and for those MSPs that I speak to who, are, who experience all the pain points that you've already mentioned you know they' they are relying too much on referral based business yes. they're losing it out to competitors who you know uh, perhaps got their sales process um, uh, tuned up where should those MSPs get started with improving their sales? what's the next thing that they should be looking at to get better at sales?
1: Well, they, they should be doing that now. So, you know, I always say to people, if you wait for 2020 before you start to develop your sales teams, you might not be here in 2020 because the market is just evolving so fast that, you know, you've got to be top of your game and to be top of your game, you've got to be developing your sales skills and your sales teams now, because the quicker you get ahead of it, the more chance you have of making it in 2020. And, you know, there are some key things that you can do. And, um, you know, I I. Always always use an expression of, you know, good good channel people, they go where the short-term margins are today. But great channel salespeople and great MSPs, they go to where the pop is going to be as such. They go to where customers are going to be in 2020. And for me, that is cybersecurity. It's cybersecurity awareness training. and It is making sure that you're maximizing the windows end of life opportunity. So it's upskilling your teams now so that they're already ready to do that
0: come 2020. So let's jump on to the Next Gen Sales Academy then. What does that look like? So there's only one Fiona Chalice. Uh, You can't get around to every MSP in Europe. Um, So the Next Gen Sales Academy is a way of helping more MSPs. But practically, what is it? What does it look like?
1: So it's basically an online membership community and an online academy. Um, And what I have done is from working with people like yourself, from working with all of the the partners that we've worked with together via the mentoring program and all of the MSPs we've worked together on, I've designed a system, a system that has nine core sales training modules that you need to go through to to really get ready for modern day selling. So the first part of the academy is to actually go through the initial online training. And then what we do is we run expert sessions. So obviously your expert session is on there as well, Richard. (laughs) So, you know, we bring in experts like yourself every month, like the session that you did on how to move from break, fix and selling time for money into selling profitable managed service contracts. I mean, that's still one of the top videos in the academy. It gets most of the views because it's practical, hands on advice. And that's what we do when we're in the academy. And then we also do weekly live training. So I do a thing called Money Making Mondays. So every Monday at lunchtime, we have a live web class and we look at what's happening in the channel this week, where's the revenue and top tips of things that you can implement immediately today to start to generate more sales for the week ahead. So we do all of that. And then we have a face-to-face workshop at the end of your first quarter on the Academy. And we certify people. So we give them a full certificate of being next-gen ready. And and they're ready for success in the channel. So it's kind of like a transformation journey that we take them through. But, you know, it's bigger than I even imagined it would be because we've now formed a lovely community of, you know, kind of the top channel sales professionals that are out there. And everybody's really supporting and helping each other. And it's so weird because. You know, traditionally, partners from different sales teams—they would have been competing with each other. But we have these events together, and everybody's supporting each other. We're giving each other advice as to what's working, what's not working. So it's turned into a really lovely community.
0: It is—it's fantastic. And, And what type of people have been joining? Is it MSP leaders? Is it just salespeople? Who's joining?
1: It is a mix of reseller VARs who are struggling because, you know, they're struggling to make this change. They're now struggling to hit targets. So it's mainly all with salespeople from reseller VARs who join. Um, And we also have a lot, we still have a lot of leading MSPs who join it. And I mean, Darren, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning it, Darren from a company called Utilize. Um, You've met Darren, actually. Yes, I have.
0: (laughs) Lovely chap,
1: yeah. You know, lovely chap, know, And they are a leading MSP in their industry. And he sent me a lovely testimonial video last week to say, you know, his people, what they were struggling with was to have that commercial conversation with customers today. You know, how do you craft a really good business story around how you can serve and how you can help them to achieve their business goals and business outcomes? So a lot of MSPs use it for that reason. They want to develop more commercial, more storytelling skills, because that's what customers want to hear today. So you have a mix of MSPs and resellers and buyers
0: and we'll include full details of the next gen sales academy how people can find out more about that in the show notes for yeah, this episode. Perfect. So you go to the website for that but you're a lady that i've learned a lot from and i've learned <laughs> to get on and to get stuff done from uh, Yay, speaking to you sh- done, Richard. Sh- done. <laughs> well believe it or not let me just show you
1: <laughs> you did not
0: <laughs> So, um, for, for podcast listeners, you, obviously, Fiona and I are recording a, a video while we're doing this as well. Oh my God. Like I just, just stood up to show my get. Done t-shirt that I've got there and uh that blows on iTunes um language uh, profile so I'll have to uh, correct that so it's not safe for work but my point was you're, so what, funny what, <laughs> I believe you did that i managed to throw Fiona Chalice off during an interview that's one of my life's ambitions uh, oh. But one one of the things I've learned from you is this idea that you put together almost sprint challenges uh, for getting stuff done. And I wanted to mention as well, because you've got one of these sales challenges coming up soon, haven't you? Tell us more about that
1: yeah so I mean basically what I do is I break stuff in up into smaller chunks and again actually believe it or not this is NLP Richard <laughs> so you know sometimes when somebody wants to achieve something it seems too big for them to be able to do it so if you break it down into more smaller and achievable chunks the same with any goal setting um, people will be feel more confident to go and achieve it so what we're doing at the moment especially because it's Q4 it's the busiest quarter of the year for a lot of people is we're doing a 90 day sales challenge so this is where we literally hold people's hands we're giving everybody in the channel at the moment a superb amount of support and help just to make sure that they are able to get pipeline and sales results in every week so that they can make 2019 the best year they've had yet and that they're ready for 2020. But it's also helping them to build that recurring revenue pipeline so that you know when they do start 2020, they're not having to start all over again. They've already got some revenue in there which starts the year off better You know, and it stops them living from one deal to the next. So I'm on a mission now for 90 days. And actually, that's why I'm at the CRN conference today as well. I am on a mission for 90 days. I want to help as many channel salespeople as possible to smash their Q4 number and be ready for 2020.
0: You've got to head off and prepare for your presentation at CRN. So I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time out of your day uh, to uh, to join us as well. Also say thank you to the CRM staff because they've they've let you basically to be over their, uh, their <laughs> office there, haven't they? To- they
1: have less than they've been so lovely here. So thank you to Georgina and Doug, they've been really fantastic. So I'm actually using their staff room at lunchtime. <laughs>
0: Bless them. Now, for anybody who wants to get in touch with you, uh, to uh, perhaps follow up with you, to ask questions about the Next Gen Sales Academy, where can they find you online,
1: Faith? So we'll send a link out. So maybe if we put something after this, we'll send a link we'll out. Put it
0: in the show notes. yes yeah.
1: put it in the show notes. But it's next. It's Next Gen Sales Academy. So nextgen dot um, and then obviously we will maybe do a promotion or something after this for your clients and for people who listen in to you
0: absolutely we definitely will so thank you for today i hope this afternoon goes really well at the crn conference thank for you. you and i'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you on the road because it's coming up to it conference season so you and i um for better or worse are going to see a lot more of each other so i
1: think we will <laughs> i think we will and thank you again very much for having me and um, i've had great feedback from some of the partners who are also in the academy that i know you've worked with as well so uh, one in particular jonathan from jungle it who read your book
0: Oh, wonderful. Oh, that's he really read good to hear. your book,
1: and he has bought another company based on... Oh, my
0: goodness. <laughs> well, I, well, I can't be held accountable for him spending his money on another company, but I will appreciate the uh, feedback he's given on the book.
1: Yeah, he said your advice on mergers and acquisitions and everything was really good, and he, uh, he made a decision to buy in a small service company, so he says that's wow. down to your book and your advice, so well oh, done. Oh,
0: bless him. Jonathan, thank you very much for that feedback. That's brilliant, <laughs> so... Cool. Fiona, it's always a pleasure speaking to you. I could speak to you all day, but I know you've got uh, presentations to deliver, so I shall let you go. But um, yeah, I will look forward to seeing you out on the road. And thanks again for joining us today. And thanks again for all the advice and guidance that you've given me personally about sales. I'm learning so much from you, and I'm excited for the Next Gen Sales Academy for people to learn (laughs) from you directly as well.
1: Oh, thank you, Richard. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me.
0: Richard here and I wanted to give a really big shout out and to say a huge thank you to our friends at Avast for bringing this episode to you. In the face of increasingly complex threats targeting small and medium businesses, yesterday's methods are no longer enough. Cybersecurity must be quicker, smarter, and more reliable than ever before. Avast business provide a range of powerful, easy to deploy security products and management platforms designed for IT solution providers and managed service providers. Avast business offer a variety cybersecurity products that are MSP friendly. You can choose from standalone antivirus products, managed antivirus products, cloud care for layered endpoint and network security services, backup and recovery, content filtering, email security, patch management and a management console to easily deploy endpoint protection solutions to devices in your client networks. These solutions are all backed by the largest most globally dispersed threat detection network in the world. If you've not checked out a vast secure internet gateway, then I I'd recommend taking a look at the video demo that Avast's Paul Fenwick and I recorded. It delivers a full security stack as a service that protects users wherever they go. With 30 years as a leading cybersecurity company and over 435 million active users of Avast products, if you haven't already taken a look at what Avast business is offering, now might be the time. Visit tubblog.co.uk forward slash Avast for links to all the details.